Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I am uh, Nicholas. I'm joined by Ready to Sell the Media Pod Smash Empire for a measly $44 to Elon Musk, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm joined by Justin, who is getting ready to take over for what will surely be the shortest run in late night talk show history when James Corden retires, uh, even matching Chevy Chase's short run, Justin. Hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. I think I think the three of us should take over for James Corden when he retires. Uh, what do you think? We between the three of us, we could probably be one functional host. No, we'll be three hosts, and we'll just alternate days. Even better. I mean, that's. Oh. I mean, as long as they don't expect us to split the paycheck three ways. We look who we look who the guest is, and then we just decide who's going to host that day. Oh, that you do it. No, you do it. <laughs> I don't want to talk to that celebrity. Uh, oh. I, like, would 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 there be celebrities that we would just straight up ban from the get-go? Like, no, this this person's just never allowed on the show. Probably. Yeah, probably some of our past douches, I'm sure, yeah. would be on that list. Well, uh, and how many of them would be like, I heard what you said. We're not. We're, we're not going on your show ever. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't want the Pro- invite, anyways. Probably some of our past douches would say that. Okay, Gwyneth Paltrow, we were banning you anyway. And she's like, uh, okay, I was never going anyway. Yeah, I just go ahead and tell you, Seth Ward's getting the ban. I'm not letting him on our show. That's fine. <laughs> or 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 you have to do that night. I won't be there. <laughs> that's all right because I, I feel like i'd end up just punching that guy i'll do it i'll ask some hard-hitting questions all right well uh let's let's uh let's start up front justin do you want to do any draft coverage or, or are you uh, taking care of that in other places what, what's going on i got some stuff i'm working on for that i've been doing a little bit of writing for that so i have some notes and everything but not with me but I plan on I plan on covering some of that maybe at a later time. You want you want to tease any of it, you know, or do we just want to skip oh, right into the next story? Well, just unless Jeremy has anything to add uh, about it. Nah. Okay. I, I didn't watch one second of it, so I worked, so I didn't get to watch much of it either. I've just been kind of following along with some of the stuff. I watched a little bit. I'll I'll just say I really appreciate people's dedication to Boo Roger Goodell every time <laughs> like up to the very end with their last breath of their they were able to keep booing <laughs> well you know i mean if anybody deserves it it would be him and it's it's nice that he embraces it yeah he seems not, like he's pretty chill about it <laughs> i said not like daniel stern did for the nba he would and he would egg them on to boo harder <laughs> Well, Daniel Stern was the one who basically ended my watching of the NBA because 
I mean, he was the one who rigged it. And I think Adam Silver is trying to turn it around. But, yeah. Or has been trying to turn it around. Hence the reason Milwaukee won the championship last year. Is the fact if Daniel Stern was still in charge of the NBA, that never would have happened. No, no small markets. We, we can't have one of those teams even making the championship, but winning. Is that that team that had uh, Ray Allen that got screwed out over by the 76ers? Yeah. Should have won a chance. They should have won a championship that year. Yeah, the Ray Allen, Vin Baker, Glenn Robinson, Marcus yeah. Johnson. Yeah, that was that was a that was a not quite the suit. Although, based off what I'm hearing on the radio, they they think the era of the super team that we've been dealing with for the last couple of years is over, with the Nets completely falling apart, and then the Lakers are not even making the playoffs. They're just kind of proving that you know build a team that knows how to play with each other, not just go out and sign superstars. See so, the categories. Does <laughs> we? All right. Um, so we've we've lost Jeremy. Let's try to get him back. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> what do you think? Did you hear uh, James Harden's comments about getting bounced by? The, did Boston take out Philadelphia? Well, Boston took out the Nets. In the Whoever took out Philly. Did you hear James Harden's comments? No. No. I don't. I don't remember exactly because I don't have my phone. But I'm going to look it up. But he said something around the lines of he would just like to be on a team that is able to perform at the highest level because he's been carrying a team by himself for I mean, so long. If I'm the 76ers, if I'm if I'm one of the players, I'm te- I'm calling the, the GM or the coach and saying, you get that motherfucker off the team right now. Like, like he's the one carrying the team? Yeah, like, ha- hasn't he run himself out of every team he's been on? Yes. O- OKC, Houston, Brooklyn. I mean, they, they yeah. traded him. They traded him for next to nothing in Brooklyn just to get out from underneath that, that nonsense. Um, I mean, OKC, when they had Durant, Westbrook, and Harden, should have won at least one title, if not multiple titles. And, and they couldn't get it done because those three blowhards couldn't get along. All right. I just grabbed him up. It's okay. His, his quote was, for one time in my career, I just want my team to step up in the playoffs. I've carried the burden my entire career. It's the same old story, and I want to be somewhere I fit in. Who's who would who's going to sign him? Who who is? There's not a team in the league that's going to take that. I wouldn't. I mean, if I owned the team and that's that's what he said, I I wouldn't touch him. Not with a ten foot pole. Not with that attitude. Agreed. There's, I mean, the the Nets traded him to a guy who is refusing to play because of, uh, well, he's claiming back injuries, but everybody knows it's mental issues in Ben Simmons. That's how much Brooklyn wanted uh, Harden off the team. But like, give me the guy who mentally broke down and is one of the softest players that's ever existed in the NBA, just so we don't have to have James Harden. 
It was didn't he show up with a fat suit to claim that you know so that Houston for he could force the trade from Houston to Brooklyn? Well, Philly's still in it. They beat Toronto, so he's still in the playoffs. But yeah, that was his comments. I thought they got eliminated already. So he's whining like that while still in the playoffs. Well, they're done. I mean, because I'm not playing with that guy. I mean, that's that's going to be hard to go out and perform at my my level best when when I've got a guy saying like I'm carrying the team. Especially, doesn't the 76ers have Joel Embiid? They do, but I think he's out indefinitely with an injury. Oh, okay. Because I mean, one could argue that Joel Embiid is, I don't know, top five players in the league right now. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Anyway, I know that uh, the Bucks won today. They did. Embiid is out at least two games with a facial fracture. Ooh, ooh. When when is uh, Middle Middleton supposed to be coming back? I don't think till after the Brooklyn or the the Boston series. You think they can beat Boston? I mean, obviously they just did, they, but... neither team looks good today, but. Uh, I know that uh, from what I read that Giannis had a triple double, so that's pretty yes. impressive. Second, second career playoff triple double. See, we did this time. We actually lost Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to plug an Ethernet cable in because the audio sounds really choppy on my side here. Um, all right, better. well then, let, let's let's try to get Jeremy back into this and let's the talk bre- about. The Brewers took two out of three from the Cubs. That'll get Jeremy back in it. Okay, that uh, the Angels <laughs> took two. Uh, the Angels took two out of three from the White Sox. Ah, we lost. Him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let, let's yeah. talk about let's talk about one of Jeremy's favorite subjects, cereal. That is a good subject. Now you're right. starting to speak my language. Did Did you guys see what I posted on Facebook a couple of days ago? Yeah. Um, uh, I I briefly looked at it. All right. Is this something that like is is a pure stroke of genius by Tropicana? Mm-hmm. By introducing this cereal that is meant to be uh, you you meant are meant to have OJ instead of milk, or is it an abomination that never should have seen the light of day? Okay, is this going to be an instance where media pot smash pop culture roulette come together again to make a small video of us trying said product? Ah, okay. It, I yeah. mean, it's been it's been a couple months since we've all gotten together to eat cereal that's that true. true yeah i, I mean i I'd, I'd be up for it yeah sure i mean if we can get our hands on it it's not gonna like fly off the shelves and be a collector's item is it i don't know i i don't i don't know because i assume that most people immediate immediate reaction is this is gross how dare you yeah but on the same token like it's got to be better than using skim milk, right? <laughs> I mean, I I don't know if I've ever been in a situation where like I've needed milk for cereal and I didn't have any, so I was just like, I'll use the orange juice. Right. Yeah. I have used chocolate milk because I didn't have regular milk. That seems that, to be the only reasonable alternative. Yeah. 
No, I didn't look at my my box of life and go, you know what this would be good with? Orange juice. Right. <laughs> no. Now, that's not to say that I haven't had a bowl of cereal with a glass of orange juice. But, you know. I think this is going to be the most disgusting thing ever. All right. <sighs> I guess it depends. Also, depends on the flavor of the cereal because I wouldn't want to do like cocoa puffs and orange juice. That would be awful. No, <laughs> they they said they specifically designed the cereal for like enhancing like OJ. Like it was not like they weren't just like we grabbed a box of Cheerios and said put this shit in, in orange juice instead of milk. Like they were just like like so they they redesigned the the concept of cereal for this particular product all right i'll yeah. uh i'll i'll keep my eyes open at work and try <laughs> try, try, try to find some all right now does it specifically say with or without pulp for your orange juice i mean i would think the only way you would do it is without pulp i mean i i don't even like drinking orange juice with pulp to begin with i can't imagine what well I guess that would be no different than eating an orange. So, you know, I don't. I, that's another debate, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm very much on the side of orange juice with pulp. I don't know. When, I, when I'm eating an orange, I'm fine with, you know, eating like, you know, an orange. Like, in fact, I tend to have an orange every day with my lunch. Um, but when I'm drinking it, I don't want to like have to chew it. You don't chew it. You just swallow the pulpy pieces. That's gross. Huh. <laughs> All, right, All right. Well, the executive who created this idea should be shot. It looks like <laughs> someone vomited in that fucking bowl on this website. So, so I look forward to trying it. <laughs> I was going to say, so are you saying you're out on the taste test or are you? Oh, are you no. Gonna- I'm still in, but okay. It just seems like I feel like I'm gonna hate it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so you know, I'm not. We're not giving any specific time frame on when we're gonna do it, but uh, when when one of us can get a hold of a box, we'll we'll get together and and try to put a short little YouTube clip off of of that. Yep. Sounds good. All right. All right. Well, that also begs a question. There's milk, there's orange juice, there's a ton of other liquids out there. What what cereal would you like to see? What ne- what's the next beverage that you would like to design a cereal for? <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> no uh, other liquid needs to go I'll, in that cereal bowl. <laughs> I was gonna say you could put cereal inside of like a shake. Oh, okay. That would be the extent of it. But that is still just I mean, so another so, form of milk. <laughs> so, Co- so Coca Cola goes. All right, guys, you did orange juice. You did. You, you know, you've been with milk for a hundred years. Now you've got orange juice. Now it's our turn. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't even know if we would try that one. I wouldn't because I don't drink soda. So I'd yeah. be out on that one. I, I haven't mean, had soda in forever. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be pushing. I'm gonna be pushing it. Just trying the the orange juice. Uh, you know, because yeah. I, I shouldn't even really. I shouldn't drink orange juice, but 
know. But the fans deserve it. They but need the fans, it. The fans, <laughs> are, and I, you know, I've been good enough for the most part that I can, I can do a and taste you, test. That I can punish myself with cereal and orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What I've about been so good? I'm going to torture myself. What about uh, what about eggnog? Would you do eggnog with cereal? Because it's almost like milk. Yeah, that's okay. I I could do that. I could see that. Yeah. I think it depends on the cereal for that one as well. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ooh, I'd give that one. I'd give that one a shot. Yeah, that actually sounds really good. (laughs) I mean, I can't do either of them now. But you know, if you had talked to me a year ago, that would have been. I would have been all over that. (laughs) Uh, All right. How about Budweiser and cornflakes? No. No. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so. So you're saying that uh, that the alcohol people can't get in on the uh, the breakfast cereal market? Well, well, no, I'm saying there's there's some that could, like it'd be one of the other ones, maybe like the tippy cow and stuff like that that makes all that cream based alcohol. Okay, all yeah, right. they they could get in on it. I mean, they do stuff like that already for uh, St. Patrick's Day. You get like the rum chowder and cinnamon toast crunch, and so I mean they're already in on it. All right. So, I don't. Uh, I don't think the beer people can get in on it. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, if you if you stick to like the cornflakes or or like the more what they consider the adult cereals, mm-hmm. I mean, they have relatively similar ingredients already anyway. I'm trying to picture how that would taste in my head. Like beer, it, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> It'd be like you're eating like chips or something. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, it's not something that we can taste test, but you know, we could. Dump, I could dump some NA beer in there. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think we should just probably. The America should just. We they got it right the first time with milk, <laughs> and we should just settle on that. Okay. All right. So that's one of those things that, like, we we figured it out right the first time. Yeah. Let Let's stop trying to mess with perfection. Right. Yeah. Correct. All right. Well, um, I have no good way to segue to this one, so. Um, so you know how sometimes they make movies? I, we've talked about this one just recently. I think we talked about it even on our last episode um, where we're like, why would you make a movie based off this product? I don't remember what movie it was we were talking about. but uh, What did we talk about? Minecraft. Oh, <laughs> Minecraft. Okay, and yeah. Spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So in the same vein of that conversation... Uh, J.J. Abrams will be producing a movie based on Hot Wheels. Well, that one I don't think would be terrible. Well, I, it's it's kind of like a Fast and Furious Gone in sixty seconds kind of vibe. Yeah, I mean, there's that. I mean, I, I and it it gave no indication of of if they're going to do that or they're going to make a movie about like like guys who are collecting Hot Wheels or inventing the Hot Wheels. It just, it said he's producing a movie. Like he bought the rights to the Mattel or whoever makes Hot Wheels these days. And they're going to make a movie out of it. And he's producing it. I mean, they've made video games and stuff out of Hot Wheels, like Rocket League. And then they got the Hot Wheel racers and stuff like that. So that's true. I think it could be done. 
I feel like if they wanted to do this in like a really fun way, they'd like make it kind of like Ant-Man where everything is like you're in a bedroom with the track and it's like that came to life. And you just oh, see like okay. giant version of like someone's bedroom or something or like the house. Or you could do like a like a honey I shrunk the kids version where like the you know like the you got the cool track set up and yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. I'd be in all right. You sold me on it. I'm in all right. It. Let's let's all right, <laughs> JJ, call us up because otherwise we got we got ideas. Because <laughs> I mean, if they're just gonna make like a generic like heist for a race movie, why call it Hot Wheels just to get asses in seats? <laughs> yeah, I mean they already have, I mean, they announced fast X. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no interest. One of these days we're going to sit down and we're going to watch all the Fast and Furious movies together, Justin, me and you. Ugh. Jeremy might be involved, may not be involved. I don't know, but at least, you know, we're going to we're going to power through it one weekend. <laughs> I've, I've seen Hobbs and Shaw. That's the only one I've seen. Man, but that's I mean, you don't understand the true insanity. And, and it won't even start like the first one is like, you know, like somewhat realistic. The second one gets a little crazier. The third one, they try to ground it a little bit more. But around when they come back for the fourth one, it starts to go nuts. But then the fifth one, when The Rock shows up, everything just goes insane. And it becomes a live action cartoon where <laughs> eventually they send a, a car to outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So, you know. See, your cat wants to go in on it. You and uh, her can watch. You and her can watch it. Which is <laughs> which is the one with the magnets? Uh, the last one, I think, is the one. So nine. Okay. Yeah, are, that are, one. <laughs> yeah. The re- I mean, I remember your review of that. Yeah, the, I mean, I've given. I think ever since we've been doing the podcast, I've given a review of the Fast and Furious movie that neither of you have ever seen. But I give you a quite entertaining uh, recap of it that makes you not have to see it. Really, it's yeah, uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, speaking of disappointing things, uh, John Watts, uh, director of the last three Spider-Man movies, had been set to direct the Fantastic Four movie. Uh, he is no longer going to be doing that, but. In lieu of that, it seems that Spider-Man 4 has been officially announced with Tom Holland and Zendaya and you know whoever else. You know, so we're getting a fourth Spider-Man movie. All right. Nice. And they're still doing a Fantastic Four movie. They just they've lost a director. Hmm. Well, that's could unfortunate. Be, yeah, could be not so nice. <laughs> well, I mean. What's his un- yeah, it is unfortunate because I mean he has done an amazing job with the three Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I was kind of looking forward to his take on Fast Fantastic Four, but you know, I mean, uh, who knows who they're gonna hire? I mean, maybe they'll get Edgar Wright back. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> um I mean, we're available. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, true. We we have no idea what we're doing, but we'll figure <laughs> it out. Jeremy has some idea. He has more well, idea than the two of us. Well, Jeremy can direct it. Yeah. You and I will just hang out on set going, no, no. 
blow that one up. <laughs> we'll we'll just be background characters in like every scene. <laughs> Jeremy, Where do these guys keep coming from. Jeremy can be Kevin Smith, and you and I can be like you know his Jason Mewes and Walt Flanagan, <laughs> who show up in every movie. There we go. Perfect. We got it all figured out. There we go. All there's, right. There's no reason they should trust us with a Marvel movie. Oh no! Why would <laughs> hand us a billion dollar project for the first time out? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you can show them some test footage of small town zombie folk that, <laughs> that would convince them, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> After looking at 30 seconds, I think we, we'd get that job in no time. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I was at. Um, Radizio's today a brazilian uh grill in downtown mm. it's a it's an amazing place but uh they had a, a tv in the bar and that you got to walk through the bar and to get to the back part where all the, the tables are and uh, i was like wait what is that on tv and then after a couple seconds of watching it, I, I realized they had it on tnt for some reason and they were showing the fantastic four movie like the new one, the one fan, with fan force stick. Yeah. Yeah. The one with Michael B. Jordan. I was like, wait, some channel actually bought the rights to that and is willingly showing it. Like I almost like, I was almost like, all right, we need to find where TNT studios are and, and send a crew in because that studio is being held hostage right now. That is the only, <laughs> I, I think they lost a, uh, a bet. They lost a bet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They, had to, they, they they picked Gonzaga to win the championship. That was their punishment. <laughs> Marvel was like, guys, come on, we'll give you money. Just air it once. Come on, please. Yeah, we need this. <laughs> they heard our podcast and they're like, put it out. Yeah, we'll I, we'll show them it's not terrible. Um, speaking of things that could be questionable. All right. Uh, did you guys see the trailer I put on the Facebook page last night? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Highly, highly, un, highly unlikely. I didn't send it to you. I just put it on our page. Um, oh, it's I, for, yeah, yeah. It's for Mike Myers' new show, The Pentaveret. Um, I don't know what to feel. I don't know how to feel about this. Did I did watch the trailer for this. Okay. Actually, today I watched it. Um, didn't it? There wasn't very many funny things in it. Like it wasn't a very well cut trailer, in my opinion. But I do like him coming back and trying to do this again. <laughs> I mean, it, it really looked. I mean, I counted what like twenty different Mike Myers characters <laughs> in the in the trailer. I mean, there, there were was, a lot. There were a couple of there were like a couple of small things that made me chuckle. Um, I I did like the one shirt the 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 girl the non Mike Myers character was playing that said uh can uh Canada living America's dream since like like 1967 without oh, yeah. all the violence uh, yeah um so J Justin just to give you a breakdown Mike Myers is coming back and he has a show that's starting on Netflix this weekend next weekend I don't know it's soon yeah called the Pentaveret, where he plays all five characters of a group that is really the true secret uh, leaders behind everything. Like they're behind the Illuminati and like they're, they're like the real leaders of the world. 
and he plays all five of those plus like 10 other characters that they showed trying to break it it looked weird it just all i could think was why are we doing this give me austin powers four that's what i want right yeah yeah maybe they maybe they want him to do this before they'll give him austin powers four like it'll be like let's see how this ranks because he's been gone for a while he has well i mean he did do the gong show for a couple years oh yeah yeah, where where he was he he didn't he but he didn't do it as himself. He did it as a weird character, and he never broke character, and like never did an interview as Mike Myers like talking about like it was such a bizarre thing. Yeah, uh, I remember it was, that. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, but uh, it was it was so weird because like he he kept it like he kept it going the whole time. Like he never broke character once and. Like never, like they weren't like, and Mike Myers as whatever his character's name were. They like, they were like, that is who this is. Mm-hmm. Right. They just always addressed him as that guy, as if he yeah. was that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was clever. I remember that. So, I I hope this is good. I mean, I'll definitely check it out. I just I hope it's better than the Love Guru. <laughs> that was rough. Oh, it's rough. The, the movie that pretty much ended Mike Myers' career for a while. Like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was bad. I mean, I don't understand why, like, how these Austin Power movies are so hard to make. Like, they, you know, my understanding of it for like the first one, they gave them like no budget. And like, they, they're like basically like, go do whatever you want, just. We're only going to give you like, you know, five or 10 million. It was something. And then the movie like barely got any pro, uh, pub and it made a ton of money. Like, it, I mean, I guess it kind of bombed at the theaters, but like it became a cult hit. And so they gave them a little bit more money for the second one. Mm-hmm. And but they still didn't really want to do anything with it, even though the first one had made like so much money. <laughs> and then, you know, and then I guess with the third one where they were like, Oh my goodness, look at what you've done with the first two. And they threw everything at it and they kind of ruined it a little bit because the third one, let's face it, just wasn't as good as the first two. I mean, yeah. it was still good, but it wasn't as good, you know. And it, Beyonce kind of ruined it a little bit too. But yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, and then they were just like, well, the third one didn't do as well. I mean, it made a ton of money, but like, the critics didn't like it as much. Let's shut it down. We'll never do it again. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. I mean, I know some of it's him. Like, I know he got real weird there for a couple of years and just kind of got out of Hollywood altogether. But he seems to be yeah. making a comeback. So maybe we will get a fourth one. Yeah. I know maybe. Seth. I know Seth Green has been saying he's been for it for a while now. So. They seem to be bringing enough of uh, other crap back, so might as well. Um, all right, well, let's uh, let's get to the segment that Justin normally brings us, and and we'll, we have to we have to bring it down here a little bit. We have to. Oh, so celebrity death watch. <laughs> celebrity death watch. Um, Pick the bucket this, this week. Uh, this one is. It when you when you hear the name, it might not be as meaningful as, as some of the other ones. 
Uh, but Neil Adams passed away this week. Mm. Uh, Neil Adams is um, a longtime comic book artist. Um, he he started in the late 60s. Um, him and Denny O'Neill are basically credited with revitalizing Batman. Because, I mean, like, as much as we talked about how much we love the 60s Batman with, uh, with Adam West, like, that show kind of damaged Batman in a way that it, it took a couple years to recover from. Kind of like uh, George Clooney's Batman almost destroyed the entire comic book movie industry. Hmm. Uh, um, so they, they, they took it back to being a little darker. Um, Denny O'Neill created him and, and, and Neil Adams created Man Bat, uh, the League of Assassins. So they also gave us Ra's al Ghul. Um, and they also created Jon Stewart. So they revitalized uh, the Green Lantern character by creating a whole nother version of him. Uh, the, the first black uh, Green Lantern and Jon Stewart. Um, they kind of revitalized the whole Green Lantern, Green Arrow character as well as, as Batman. Uh, then he went over to Ma uh, Marvel for, and actually was doing them at the same time for a while, where he created um, Sauron and Mockingbird. Hmm. Um, who, you know, if if you're a, you know, if you're, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, but I mean, Neil Adams also did a lot for getting some of the rules, not rules, but getting some of the way that the comic book industry changed how they operate, um, where I don't necessarily know if they unionized, but I know that um, like it used to be just where you were, it was work for hire, which is why Siegel and Suster were screwed over for so long from DC. Cause you know, basically like once you got paid for that work, like, you know, you didn't own it anymore. DC owned it. Which I, you know, I understand that's a whole nother issue altogether. But um, Neil Adams got to the got it where like once you submit the art and they you and they print it, you get the original art back so that you can then sell it on the secondary market and and have you know control over your own stuff. I don't necessarily think that um, like as an artist or, or an author, like if you're working for a company like Marvel or DC or somebody like that, that like you get to own that character forever just because you created it. Like you're working for them. You're a contract player. Mm -hmm. it, it would be like, you know, Daniel Craig being like, well, now I own James Bond. I get to do it. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, you know, on, on, you know, being fairly paid for your work and, you know, being able to keep your original art, um, mm -hmm. being fairly credited with the movies, like, cause you can see like with, certain movies are certain like you know when you watch uh, some of the john watts uh, spider-man stuff you can definitely see that he is not pulling from the uh the 616 spider-man as much as he was pulling from the ultimate line so like brian michael bendis probably should get more credit than just stan lee when it comes to the spider-man stuff because like clearly Bendis's work influenced that Spider-Man movie all as much as Stan Lee's work did. Hmm. So like Bill Finger getting credit for Batman because of what Bill Finger did with um, Bob Kane, 
it's it's very important. And Neil Adams was a huge push behind that. Hmm. So, I mean, not only was he a, a huge influence on, I mean, look at what Ra's al Ghul did for Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, the League of Assassins, I mean, that, I mean, that was basically the entire run of Arrow was the League of Assassins and Raza Ghoul <laughs> and, 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 you know, how much of that influenced like the Flash and, you know, a lot of the CW stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and that's what they created for Batman. So, and he also, they basically revitalized Batman. He, they got it back from being like the, the campy, you know, holy cow, you know, you know, Batman to like taking him back to being darker, taking Joker back to like the, you know, the, just the completely, you know, there's no saving. He's not the clown prince of crime. He is just this evil monster of a, of a person who's, you know, as much of a serial killer as he is a a criminal, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that, that's so, so that's kind of a big one and not necessarily, you know, something that uh, people are going to recognize, immediately right off the bat because his name is not as sexy as as uh stan lee or or i mean really after stan lee the the, the names <laughs> in the comp after the names in the comic book industry kind of get harder to you know to identify yeah sure i mean i can do it because i'm a nerd and <laughs> i i study these kinds of things i bet justin can probably recognize a few because he actually reads comic books but you know and and we talk enough about it that i think that uh, you know some of this stuff well and you also enjoy the marvel movies and yeah and DC from listening to, to kevin smith i could pick up on a few names <laughs> but um well speaking of kevin smith Neil Adams did a couple episodes of Fat Man on Batman back in the original run of Fat Man on Batman mm-hmm. when it was when he was bringing in like artists and authors that actually worked on Batman or like he brought in like Mark Hamill or Kevin Conroy or Neil Adams or, you know, guys who did stuff like uh, Greg Snyder. Like he brought in those that back before it was just Hollywood Babylon version 2.0. You know, <laughs> um, so like if you can find those, I don't know if he's pulled all of those off and put them behind the paywall of the Kevin Smith Club, but oh, uh, yeah, I forgot he did that. If I don't, but I don't know if he did that with <laughs> Fat Man on Batman or just Smodcast. So, sure, uh, I would recommend going back and listening to those episodes because it's fascinating just to hear a guy who's been in the comic book industry for as long as he had, like talking about the names and like talking about like actually working with some of the guys that we like, we talk about Jack Kirby or, you know, like, because, you know, those guys were still around and working back then. Like they've, you know, some of these guys have been long dead by the time, you know, we started getting around to paying attention to what comic books were. And, you know, he was, he worked with them. Like, you know, yeah. And so, I mean, some of them were legends by the time that he came around, but you know, it was, it was, it was fast. It was fascinating. So if you can find it, you know, either legally or illegally, I'd recommend listening to it. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hey. Rest in peace. I mean, we also had uh, Naomi Judd pass away too. The end of last month, the country singer. Ashley. No? Didn't know Ashley that. Judd's mom. Didn't know yeah. that. Uh, yesterday, yeah. That, right? that, yeah. It, last 
Yeah, April 30th, 31st, 30th, somewhere that range. Hmm. Yeah, that's the way I thought you were going to go, but you went completely different. Uh, because I don't care about country music. In fact, yeah. I hate, I hate, country. I know that I'm a southerner and I know that, uh, as much as I think I don't have a southern accent, I, I know that I'm accused of having it. Um, but I can't stand country music. I really can't. I just, it drives me up a fucking wall. <laughs> I agree. I'm not a fan of country music anyways, but it's still, she was, she did a lot for the country music industry. Oh yeah. I mean, I still, I mean, she's big enough that I know who she is and I can recognize, like I can identify her. Exactly. <laughs> like when you hear the name, you're like the country singer. So yeah. Yeah. Figured I would just make a little mention of that in here. Yeah. Well, you'll make my mother-in-law happy because she was pretty sad about it last night. Oh, does she listen to our podcast? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not even sure she knows what a podcast is. But <laughs> it's fair. I mean, she knows who you guys are, um, but that's because she knows your parents. But um, mm. yeah. But uh, so she cares more about that, I think. But I thought no. maybe it's because we're local legends. Right. <laughs> I, there's also that. It's also that we're local legends. You're right. Yes. I forgot. Um, <laughs> I, keep, I keep forgetting our, our 40 ish fans that we have listened to every episode. <laughs> yeah. But we do have Troy, good old Troy McDonald. Well, I think that was his name. I, I hope I'm right. I hope, I hope I'm not making fun of our one fan. <laughs> I, I genuinely appreciate that we have one guy that likes our stuff. That's yeah, for sure. I, that sounds right to me. I think you were right. <laughs> we could just cut it out if we're wrong. Okay. All right. Um, I went and saw Sonic 2 uh, Friday. Nice. What'd you think? You you watched something that is relevant to the times? I know. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I think both Sonic movies are far better than they have any right to be. Um, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I think there is an argument to be made that both of those Sonic movies might be two of the best if not the best comic book not comic book video game based movies ever yeah i think you i i'd be with you on that that was uh they're very well made i mean they're fun movies for sure i I would say the second one not as good as the first one but still a lot of fun yeah the only thing i could do without was the uh dance sequence they had in the second one the extended uptown funk. Oh like, yeah. I was like, okay, like I can now really tell that this was intended for kids. I mean, I yeah. know it's a kid's movie sort of, but it's like throughout the rest of the movie, it was a lot more for general audiences. I'd say. Yeah. Like, yeah no. And there were a couple of, <laughs> yeah. That, and I feel like they were just doing that to like pad time a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like, because they could have cut that down by half and it would have still got the point across. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the other, I mean, I guess, and this is where I, you know, uh, maybe you two come at it from a different place. I played the first Sonic game back in the early, late 80s, early 90s, whenever that game came out. 
And then I pretty much have never touched Sonic again since. So, like, I know that Knuckles and Tails exist. Mm -hmm. But I know nothing about them other than, like, when I worked at Buy Seasons and we sold a lot of Sonic uh, merchandise. Or, like, I've seen, like, the covers of the games. So, like, I knew that those two characters existed. And, uh, you know, I don't know if we want to spoil the, the mid credit scene or not. We should. Okay. <laughs> Justin, do you care? When have I ever cared about spoilers? Okay. So I know third- what I saw. I know what I signed up for when I signed the contract. <laughs> like, my theater went nuts for this. Like all the little kids were screaming. So the third one is going to be about shadow, like Sonic's clone. So I, I mean, know who that is. I yeah. I know that it exists. I know he he she. I don't know. I know that that character exists because I've seen the cover of the game or I heard about it, but I don't like. I don't. I've never played the game, so I don't know. Oh yeah, hey, you got a little. You got a, a little, little knuckles. A little figure of knuckles. I just found on the uh, floor next to me. Available at your local McDonald's in their Happy Meals. No, oh, how about that? But uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I'd recommend it. And it made me, in fact, yesterday, because I had the day off, or like I knew I had stuff to do last night. Because it's uh, it was the wife's birthday, and the wife and my father-in-law have the same birthday, so I knew Saturday night uh, we were going over to their house to celebrate their birthday. Um, so I knew so, but during the day I had I was I had a bunch of time, and I was like, I am gonna build a bracket, Ooh. And, I'm, and I'm gonna bring it. Um, I'm gonna do a video game bracket, not a video a video game movie bracket nice um unfortunately the more i thought about it um and i was just in so much pain yesterday that i ended up not being able to do it i uh i recommend never getting a kidney stone (laughs) (laughs) yeah they suck i'm just i'm really glad that i passed it in a day because i just i mean i don't i mean the first one i had i had for a couple weeks the this the last two i've only had for the day so but it, that was just, it was just a miserable, miserable day. But I, I, I don't know like how in depth into the video game movie market we want to get, because I'm assuming that when it comes to the, the, uh, au revoir of Uwe Boll, um, we haven't seen a lot of his stuff. Nah, I've only seen Postal. Uh, I think I've only seen in. In the, well, no, I don't even know if it was a video game movie uh, in the name of the king or dragons. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a video game. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So I don't know. I'll have to do some research into that one and add it to my list of continued topics to, to bring. So how about nice. you guys? Did you guys watch anything this week? Um, I watched a lot of the draft. Well, I listened to a lot because I worked. Um, I watched Willow this week. Uh, Warwick Davis? Yeah, the 88 <laughs> movie. I haven't seen that in forever. I've been meaning to rewatch that. That's the first time I ever watched it. Oh. Which I'm pretty, sure, pretty, sure, pretty sure I watched it back in 88, 89. That's, yeah, that's all I pretty much watched out of everything. 
that's worth mentioning. Ooh, <laughs> this is a little bit tough for me today. I, I set the bar real low, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm really trying to think hard. I must be something. <laughs> I couldn't oh. have just gone through the whole week without having watched one piece of media. Well, nothing worth mentioning. I mean, I've watched, you know, gen- general TV, the Bucks game. Yeah, I watched a little bit of the draft. I watched a little bit of the draft as well. I I watched a lot of Angels baseball this week. I <laughs> I've I watched- been. I- I said I've been rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, you want to either pause it or just talk to much yourself? I'll be right okay. back. All right. I didn't even say anything when I left. I just got up and left. <laughs> what else have you been watching, Jeremy? I don't know. I'm having a struggle thinking of anything. I usually just watch ESPN in the background of whatever I'm doing. But that's, that's the same over here. Like. I can return on Brooklyn Nine Nine. That are ancient aliens. Oh yeah, nice. It's 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 just background when I'm doing stuff because it's like either that or I'm sleeping during the day working working dirt shift. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I I like usually most of my mornings consist of just hanging out on the computer doing stuff. So I'll just have like the TV going, and I'll usually watch like Max Kellerman Kellerman's new show. Do you ever watch uh, this just in? Uh, I probably am asleep whenever that's on. What time is that on at? Usually afternoon time. I think it's like one o'clock. It comes on. Yeah, I might still be asleep because sometimes I don't get up to like two, two thirty. Oh, okay, but I'm not going to bed till like nine in the morning. Gotcha. Because it's cause I get home at like seven thirty, quarter to eight. Right. And he's back. He's back. Ooh. All right, stop talking about him. Okay. <laughs> 44 year old diabetic. Sometimes when you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still haven't thought of anything while you were gone. Okay. All right. I'm trying to think, there was something that I started watching this week. Well, the wife and I started watching The Flight Attendant. That's been interesting, but we're only a couple episodes in. So I don't really know what to talk about with that. What's Did- that? Oh, I was going to say, did you hear, because I think you've watched the Harley Quinn show. Yeah. You hear that's supposed to be getting a spinoff of that? Okay, who, who, oh yeah, Kite Man. Based around Kite Man. <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he who he sounds like he is? Like a, a kite-themed uh, guy? He, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> um, he, I mean, he is absolutely hilarious on the show. Uh, but I can't imagine watching an entire show based just off of him. Right. I just, I want season three of Harley Quinn. When are they going to do that? Oh, I think it's in the works from what I've heard, but I, I don't uh, know. Oh, hey, you know what? I have been watching something more recent. Thank you very much. Uh, Yellowstone. Mm, nice. Uh, I... I recommend that show. It is really good. It is a, uh, I mean, it's it's a. Uh, I guess it would be in the same vein of like a like a Breaking Bad or a Sons of Anarchy or like I mean, it's definitely a, a more violence-driven soap opera type where like you know there's this one family that like just 
continually finds their way into like the worst possible scenario. And there's a lot of murder and beatings and this is kind of like this so far from reality. Cause like if one family had this many people dying around it, like they would have all been arrested a long time ago. <laughs> right. No, no red, no red flags raised over here. Yes. Not, not, not ha- owning the largest ranch in Montana. Like, <laughs> No, but it's still it's a really good show. It's Kevin Costner, um, nice. and then and then pretty much nobody famous after that. Mm. <laughs> I mean, so, occasionally they'll have some famous guest stars, but I mean, it's basically like that's your number one, and then everybody else is like, "Where have I seen that guy? Where have I seen that guy? I think I saw her once." Like, mm. <laughs> those are the best shows. But it's really good. I do I do recommend Yellowstone. Is that Paramount? Uh, Peacock. Peacock. Peacock has the Peacock has the four seasons. It's which is really weird. So Peacock has the four seasons of Yellowstone, but if you want to watch the prequel series, eighteen eighty three, which they they have kind of done some flashback scenes on Yellowstone, you got to flip over to Paramount to watch that. Uh Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So so yeah, that that's like wait, so you started a spin-off su- series, a prequel series that is, you know, directly tied to this, but you put it on a different streaming platform. Yeah, that's good smart. move. Good move, smart. guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. So, we haven't started that one yet though, so I don't know if that one's as good, but I do recommend Yellowstone. It's and the and the sequel will be on like Discovery Plus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's very talkative today. Uh, okay. So, anybody got anything they want to talk about? Any any other discussion topics? Ooh, I don't know. Let me let's let's take a gander at Variety front page here. <laughs> I mean, the the dog clearly has something that she wants to discuss. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did get to see the first image of Margot Robbie as Barbie. Okay, yeah, did you guys see that? <laughs> I did. I, I did, did and I still have no interest. I right. mean, I have an interest. Just but, not in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I guess technically I have uh, an interest in that movie, but it's it's probably not for the right reasons. Sure. All right. Enough said. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know, Justin. You got anything for us today? <laughs> today, no. <laughs> Uh, How about the no. Brewers? They're rolling. Yeah. Well, except today they didn't do so well, but it was... yeah, the Brewers and the Angels have the exact same record. So maybe nice. we'll see each other. Maybe we'll see each other in the World Series. At which point, um, instead of pulling for the Brewers, I will say nothing good about them. Yeah. <laughs> but as of right now, go Brewers. Like, yeah. <laughs> fair. All right, so I got I, I got nothing to add. All right, then I guess um, 
if you if you want to put orange juice in cereal if you want to put orange juice in cereal or you know come up with various other types of liquids that you know other other drinks that you might want to put in other cereals or or you know other cereals in other types of drinks like you know just you know all sorts of mashup combinations that uh, might be coming i mean you know uh just remember that stupid never walks alone (laughs) (laughs) do you love movies of a certain age do you miss the days of vhs tapes and vcrs and video rental stores is the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem inconceivable if you want to go back to school back to the future or even back to the beach then the 80s flick flashback podcast is for you i'm tim williams the creator and host and on each episode i'm joined by guest co-host as we revisit a different 80s flick to discuss our first time watch memories iconic scenes and even learn some behind the scenes stories along the way New episodes drop every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an episode of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast.